All right. Hey, folks. Hi. Hi. I'm Dave. That's Scott. We are now doing Seven Brides for Seven Brothers Review. Yay, us. Yay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just want to say, personally, this is one of my favorite musicals of all time. I, I just love this movie. So I'm hoping that you enjoy it as much as I did. What did you think? Okay. I have um, two thoughts on this movie. I really had a good time. Um, I enjoyed, holy shit, the barn raising scene. Right? The, just the, the dancing, the music, the, the acrobatics is the only way I can put, I mm -hmm. felt like I was watching a damn circus. They were right? so freaking talented. And it's the, absolutely amazing. The person, the actor who played Adam, I can't think of his name right off the bat. Um, the main Richard character. Keel. Richard Keel. Richard Keel. Richard Keel. Great voice. I'm not um, sure that was his name, Richard Keel. I know yeah, his last so name's Keel. The um the singing, the the dancing, the choreography is amazing. Howard Keel, I'm sorry. Howard, Howard Keel. Keel. Yeah. Yes. He it was great. Um everybody oh, yeah. is actually great in here. Um Julie Newmar. Is I was going to say, did you catch Julie yeah, Newmar? I did see yeah. Julie Newmar. Um, Catwoman, yay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, throughout this movie, I had to remind myself that this was made in the 50s. It's set in the late 1800s. Uh-huh. And it is now 2020, and I cannot watch this with 2020 sensibilities. Oh, God, no. God, so, no. You have to let it. Yeah. You have to let your uh your 2020 2021 whatever the hell the year yeah. is going to be you got to get out of the 21st century mm -hmm. political correct thinking absolutely and you have to understand that the guys all fell in love the minute they saw these women and the women did too which is what kind of makes it okay in a weird way if you want to you want to say yeah. kidnapping seven women or six girls out of a, out of a small town in the oregon uh it, i don't okay. know if i'm ever going to be okay with the but, kidnapping and the but uh <laughs> but, but the girls all were in love with these guys too and that shows whenever um they're initially brought there and the Let's, yeah. let's start from the beginning. Let's start from the beginning. Yeah, let's back it on up. Howard Keel is a mountain man. He has six brothers, and the movie opens with him riding through the Echo Pass, and just, it's a beautiful scene. I mean, yes. it's just him riding into town to get grub and, and stuff for... And a wife. And a wife. And he decides <laughs> he's going to get a wife. He's there to get grub. He's there to get, you know, uh, supplies. And he's like, well, I'm going to get a wife, too. And the one guy's looking at him like, that's not how it works, man. You gotta, yeah. you know, well, sure it does. <laughs> there's 10 men for every one woman out here. You, you're going to have to go east. And he's like, I ain't got time for that. So he's looking around. He finds Jane Powell, who is just adorable in this role. Mm -hmm. But she's tiny. She's very tiny. Yeah, I, mean, I noticed that. Uh, he's a big guy. And when you have them standing side by side, she's only about like up to his chest. Right. Like she, she's a tiny person. And he just falls for her because he sees her chopping wood, making grub. And he, he decides to go into the place where she works, where she's feeding like 12 guys. And he's like, well, this is the perfect wife for me. Let's see how she cooks. 
So he sits down and when Jane Powell spots him, she's, you can see it on her face. Mm-hmm. You know, she's just totally fallen for Howard Keel. He's just this big, yeah. broad shouldered, deep voice guy who his voice to me sounds like it's coming from the bottom of a cave and yes. resonating out and just it's thunder. It's, it's like, it's how I always thought the God of thunder Thor would talk if he was a real person. He's just got that really deep voice. Right. <laughs> you know, right. it's like, holy crap. And when he sits down, he, she, he starts eating his food. He's like, well, you got any ketchup? She says, you don't need ketchup for my food. And he takes a taste and he's like, he's, he's got the woman. He, he knows what he's got to do. He's got to marry this woman. And he takes her back. They, they get married. They, they go. It's like, so well, then within a couple of hours, he's yeah. in town, gets the supplies, gets married, takes her back. And he doesn't tell her that he's got six brothers. No, he doesn't. She, she gets introduced <laughs> to those brothers, and she is none too happy. No. It was very, and this is the first time I thought about it, was uh, watching it today, was it's very um, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Now that you mention it. With her coming in and, there's seven and of taking them. care of the brothers. There's seven of them, there's, and she's, she's the Snow White. Uh, and I never picked up on that before. I wonder if the writers meant to do it that way, or if it was just... A happy accident. <laughs> yeah, happy accident. Right. But the funny thing is, the brothers are getting getting out of hand at one point, and <laughs> she makes them. She gets their clothes while they're sleeping, and she's cleaning them, and they're waking up the next day. It's like day two or day three that yeah. she's there, and she's decided to put her foot down. <laughs> and the brothers are looking for their clothes, and she comes up and says, "Now I want your underwear, so I can clean those too." And they're on the full dress, and they they don't want to take off. And they're like, she, she can't boss us around. She's like, well, you ain't getting any food until you, you know, give me your clothes to wash. And she makes them shave and take baths and clean yeah. their clothes. And these guys just don't know what to do. It's like having a mom back. And it's just so damn funny how she, when she finally puts her foot down, nobody argues with her. They just do it. No. <laughs> they're just no. like, and, oh. And I, and I agree with that, but it's also on the flip side. I found it incre- incredibly sad that here are all these, adult men who can't cook, can't clean. They need right. a woman to do it for them. And it's like, Oh God, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. They, they were mountain men though. I mean, they, but the thing is those mountain men in real life probably could have cooked I oh, mean, at yeah. least enough to get by. They had Gideon cooking for them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it, let, let's go back to Adam when he goes into uh, town. Yeah. He, he, yeah. He falls in love with her at first sight, but not with her he falls in love with the idea of a woman who can do all of this. And right. he's seeing her like a, like a cattle, like a, something yeah. that he can part of his farm. Now, as the story progresses, that whole dynamic changes. Mm-hmm. Um, but at first it's like, and that's why I was saying, it's like, I got to unplug here, man. What the, f- what the hell well, is wrong with this damn caveman? Somebody, <laughs> yeah. He's looking for somebody that can work alongside him. Yep. And that's the greatest line in that movie is when, um, he had, he, he's waiting. It's nine o'clock. It's their, the first night back yeah. in the house. And all the brothers are looking at him, like waiting for him to go upstairs. You know, they're yeah. like, he, he, they're nudging each other. And he finally goes upstairs and he and, um, he and Ruth are having a conversation or Millie, I'm sorry. He Millie, and Millie yeah. are having the conversation and she's like, well, I'll work alongside you, but I won't sleep alongside you. Yep. And he's just looking at her. He's like, what? She's like, you're out of here. You're you're not in this bedroom. He walks out and all his brothers are standing at the door. She wants some water. <laughs> she wants some water. 
he goes and gets her water and he comes back up and he comes into the room and he sets a big container of water down. She's like, I, you're not supposed to be in here. And he walks out the window and gets into a tree yeah. and he's going to sleep in the tree at night. She's like, what are you doing up there? Yeah. <laughs> and he's trying to like, he's not, he's trying not to lose face in front of his brothers, but he's also trying not to lose too much space with her. <laughs> yeah. She's looking at it like, well, I can't have you sleeping in a tree, man. Get in here. <laughs> but I, they never show where he winds up sleeping at night. I, I'm thinking she had him sleeping on the floor for a I while. I think so. He wasn't in the tree and he wasn't in the bed. <laughs> yeah, I think he was on the floor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty good. I like that. It it was it had some really funny moments. Um, And again, just... When they go to the barn raising is, um, yeah, I, I was blown away and you weren't kidding. Cause you talk about that scene. Oh, a the lot. dance. There's a, there's a time. And I won't even talk about them jumping on the, on the boards. Yeah. You know, holy crap. And doing backflips and landing. There's a point where the, the dandies are dancing with the girls and the brothers have to come in and take yes. them. <laughs> but there's a way that they all move like the dandies step step out and the boys step yeah. in and it's so seamless that like i had to rewind of like did i just see what they did and how yeah. did they not trip over each other like they i can't even imagine how much time it took for them to get this down and michael kidd was the was the dance choreographer for this mm-hmm. which i was shocked by cuz michael kidd is not he's known for a lot of quick quick dancey stuff but I never put him, I would have never put him in this movie, like as the choreographer. Um, he, he was more uh, jumpy, jumpy movie, but this just seemed a little bit too, too elegant for him, mm-hmm. for, for what I, what little I know about the guy. Um, but my God, the boards, the jumping on the, on the boards up and down and doing backflips. And it's just amazing. It is one of the most tremendous dance sequences I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Far I will enough. agree with that. I will. I, I I'll say this early, and I'll say it again, over and over. This that scene is worth the price of admission, right there. Right to this movie. Uh, the whole when they before the fight starts um, <laughs> is so funny because they're hit. They're they're trying to get up. The brothers all worked up. The dandies are. They're hitting them with yeah, boards. Yeah. One guy throws a hammer at them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, I'm okay." <laughs> and Howard Keel's like, "What the hell is wrong with you?" Well, he doesn't swear because there's yeah. no swearing in the movie. But he's basically looking at his brothers like what is wrong with you guys? I've just seen this guy take a swipe at you. Yeah. They're like, no, no, no. We promised Millie that we're not going to fight. And he's like, she's turned you guys into a bunch of sissies. Yeah. You know, <laughs> these guys are hitting you with hammers. You deserve what you get. <laughs> but it doesn't, the, the peace doesn't hold for long. <laughs> no, no, no. And the, the, the funny thing is when they, when they first show up at the dance, all the girls are with the dandies. Mm-hmm. They turn around and see all these guys that are all these big lumberjack, wide right. shoulders. You know, the smallest one is Gideon. Yeah, he's, and I'm, <laughs> I'm sure he's probably six foot tall anyway. Right. Everybody but, else was giant. <laughs> yeah, everybody else is freaking giants. And all the girls turn and see these guys. And that's when you look at the girls and you're like, they all just fell in love yeah. with every one of those brothers. Right. And all the brothers looked at the girls and fell in love with them because. Well, there's seven of them. There's seven of us, and oh boy, <laughs> or six of us. Yeah. Six and, six. and you can just see that what's going to happen. You see it from a mile away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you know something's going to go on. <laughs> <laughs>
And that that dance scene, it's got to be one of, I, I tell you, it's got to be one of the best dance scenes I've ever seen in my life. And I, I remember seeing that as a little kid and going, how, even then as a kid looking at that and going, how do they do that? Yeah, it's, it's absolutely earth. amazing. And I've never, I don't know that I've seen anything even remotely that, that intriguing as far as dance, because you have so many, so many pieces moving and actually dancing. It's not like everybody was off, off to the side dancing in the background. Yeah. Like, like you and I talked about, um, uh, Greece, mm-hmm. where they had a lot of people dancing, but everybody was kind of in their own little spot, right. which is really difficult to do. But these people were all six, 12, 18 people going in and out of each other and, and, and dancing all at yes. the same time with each other and switching and going back and forth. I, I just find that amazing. Well, and it really was also, do. it wasn't done through, you don't watch it through a series of quick edit cuts. You're no. seeing that all of this is actually taking place and mm-hmm. well choreographed with the flipping through the air, the bouncing on the boards up on the rafters of the barn. Um, I wonder how many people got hurt. That's what I was thinking watching that. It's like, oh my God, how many people fell? But these, they were acrobats. It was insane, dude. Um, I've never seen anything like it. And I would watch that scene over and over. It's amazing. It is absolutely amazing. I, I, yeah, I would agree. Um, my One of my favorite scenes in the movie, well, well before that, um, I think the next thing happens is when all the brothers are sitting around being depressed. They're mm-hmm. all in the barn. They're all oh, moping, moping, moping. And he comes in with the book of the Sabine women, the story of the Sabine women. Yeah. And he's calling them the sobbing women. Yeah. And he's telling his brothers, you got to go you know, do what the Romans did. And they're like, now one brother asks, what, is that that family that moved up north? He goes, no, no, no. This is like old time. <laughs> this is like, history. Oh, yeah. This is history. This really happened. He's like, this is uh, the, the sobbing women. You got to go get your girls and you got to go get them and just, you know, make them yours. And don't worry, all the smooching and hugging and kissing will happen. It's no big deal. And he's telling them to go basically kidnap these women and he's going to help them. Yeah. And you know that he knew it was wrong. And the reason I know that the character (laughs) knew that it was wrong is because he didn't clear it with Millie first. (laughs) He didn't go ask her opinion. So somewhere in his head, Howard Keel's character's head, he knew that it was the wrong thing to do and the wrong thing to be telling his brothers to do. Just go get you a Just and that worked for me. Uh, yeah, it's uh, kind of wrong-headed. Uh. Yeah. You know, it worked. Yeah. Seven out of seven. That's not bad. That's not a bad roll of dice. <laughs> Yeah. Um, again, before, that 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 whole that whole thing, while while comical, uh, I did find again had to remind myself when this movie was made. Right, right. <laughs> so See, I, that's that's my biggest problem, I think, with people that would watch something like this and try and judge it and say, "Oh, it's sexist. It's this. It's that." Sure. No, it's not. It's it's. Well, it is, but. But back in eighteen forty or eighteen sixty, correct. That was, considered that was sexist. Right. <laughs> that's, you know. I mean, you got you got to look at it with your eye on the time period. Well, exactly, and that that's and what I was saying. It's a musical, and everything's going to end happily, you know. But did it? Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to the end. Um, but the um, no, you're absolutely correct, and we we talk about this a lot. Of yeah, um, 
of movies and oh my god how can people like like 16 candles how horrible yeah, that is yeah. and you have to look at it as again in the, in the 50s um when this was made um mm -hmm. that whole mindset uh of women were all were property still at that point yeah they, they were they so, were to have children and cook and take yeah. care of the man so it was so that was I the mindset the, the common thinking and you can watch this and not be okay with that that line of thinking that's what i'm getting at you can mm -hmm. get enjoyment out of it as long as you you know you know it was made back then mm -hmm. um and so you take it at that value plus it was also set in the 1890s right uh so women were even valued less so that was a more accurate portrayal right, so right i think people forget you can watch something and it's not going to make you a sexist misogynist person by watching something that has those themes well, also with that said, look at Millie. I mean, as the character of Millie, there were seven men there that were backwoodsmen that she didn't take any shit no, from she not didn't. one of them. And nope. all of them fell in the line for her. Yes. Even yes, the husband did. wound up falling in the line for her. I mean, at some point. He did. I mean, but it's like, so yeah, if you're looking at it as broadly, it's like, oh, they're just being sexist and they're being this. But you have to look at the main female heroine. Mm -hmm. was very strong, didn't put up with a lot of crap, and made those men fall into line. And that's yeah. that's what I've noticed a lot about these movies that we watch over over time is there are a lot of strong strong women in these movies. I mean, even going back to um, um, Devil Girls from Mars, yeah, that main protagonist or antagonist was uh, a warlord. She was very strong. I still don't think she would have been outthought by no. Dippy Doo that was on the ship. No, but that's no the I want part. the sequel. But, we know she survived. Right. She landed in London and men lined up for miles. <laughs> that's. <laughs> yeah, that's the sequel. And everybody lived happily ever after. <laughs> but, but I guess my point is like all the movies that we watched that on the surface seem very chauvinistic and mm -hmm. puerile and blah blah you know fill in the blank they always have a strong female lead that is putting the guy that is these things into line like bringing him into yeah. her line of thinking whether it, it's through attrition or through just sheer force of will and right. millie's in millie's case i think it was both she knew yeah. she had power over these guys because she was going to take care of them and they instantly looked at her as as a power figure in their life. So mm -hmm. you have a bunch of young guys that haven't had anybody, any female around telling them what to do. And all of a sudden there she is. Oh, okay. We're, <laughs> we're going to just fall right in the line yeah. for you. Yeah. So I, I think if somebody is going to watch this, they have to keep their eye on Millie. Yeah. That, that's, that's, that's a what fair I would statement. Say is keep your eye on Millie and then keep your eye on how she is raising the women that, that come there. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that said, uh, a great scene that I've always liked is the snow scene when the men are working out, out in the yard. That was really cool. Are you talking about where the saws were with yes. the music? Yes, yes. And, the, and the guys are with the axe. That's one of the scenes I think I told you about that I just love. Yeah. And it's just, it's such a melancholy. These guys are so depressed. The women are so close and yet so far. They might as well have left them in town. Yeah. You know, because Millie's not letting them around these girls. She's nope. keeping them safe. 
and away from the guys. <laughs> and it's just, it's such a good scene with the axes hitting the ground. It is or neat. Hitting the, hitting the wood just yeah. as the guy ends the line. They're like, whoa. And then the guys are sawn, you know, it's just, if anybody out there is a fan of musicals and fans of dance and want, and let, let's say you're just sitting there thinking, should I, should I try and make a musical? In my opinion, you look at Grease and you look at Seven Brides for you Seven Brothers. You have to, absolutely. Each one of those songs in Seven Brides for Seven Brothers pushes the story along. Yep. Each one of the songs in Grease pushes the story along. And I think that when you look at it that way, when you look at the story and you look at the dance and you look at, cause these guys are all melancholy while they're singing this song and it's so depressing, but it's so well done. Yes. It's just, you can't, I can't even, I can't even put it in the words. Like I look at this and I'm like, God, I wish I was that talented. I wish I could dance and move like that. I can't, I never could. I'm too short. <laughs> and I'm Slavic. We do polkas. <laughs> <laughs> there has got to be a niche for Slavic polka musicals. There's got to be. I haven't found it. Maybe I'll make one. The Slavic polka musical. I'm down. Everyone. <laughs> no. <laughs> oompa, oompa, oompa. There's got to be. Uh, <laughs> but you're right. This is one of those if... Um, even if you're just a film buff and you yeah. like musicals, you have to watch this. Um, this is a yeah. must watch for it just to see what the hell they did. Holy crap. Just the dancing, just the dancing alone. Um, I like whenever Millie to go back into town when, when uh, Millie's going to the town and Gideon says he's going to go with her because Gideon just wants to see a girl. He's yeah. not there for any particular reason. Then all the brothers pile onto the cart and they all go into town Millie, <laughs> they're they getting a fight. <laughs> they're parked out in front of the store, and Millie tells them, "Stay here. Don't get out of the car. Don't look at anybody. Don't talk to anybody. Stay here. Gideon's going in with me. I don't need anybody else to go in with me." So the guys are all sitting there, and she's told them how to talk to girls, or she's told them to just be nice to girls. She hasn't actually taught them how to talk to girls. Would the you like a big shot of tobacco? <laughs> It's Say good tobacco. <laughs> and the girl gets offended. It's like, why are you offended? It's really good tobacco. <laughs> yeah, they were idiots. <laughs> he winds up getting into a fight with like three or four guys. Millie comes out and says, aren't you going to help him? And the one brother says, there's only three little ones. <laughs> she tells him, you got to end this now. And in one punch, each guy, he just piles them up. He's like, it's ended. And she grabs him. Get in that cart. She yells at everybody in front of every townsfolk. <laughs> six big burly bears. Just yeah. Basically quivering in the cart. <laughs> it was great. Yeah, I forgot about that day you mentioned that. But yeah, that's... <laughs> It's good tobacco. Oh God, that's such a funny scene. So, um, you know, he talks the brothers into, you know, if they want to have what he has, they've got to go get their wife, yeah. get themselves a wife. So they decide to go kidnap him. And this brings one of the, to me, one of the funniest scenes is Gideon <laughs> outside of the girl he wants house, meowing like a cat. <laughs> but when. <laughs> When they tell him to hurry up, he starts. Rah, 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 rah. 
just start telling, just trying to get her attention as much as possible. It was so goddamn funny. You know, it was funny as one of the one of the dandies that's in there courting the girl that Gideon yeah. wants. So he says, "I'll go get the cat. Don't worry." And he gets up and he goes out and he sees Gideon around the corner and he says something to him. And then one of the brothers pops over the, yep. the, the thing and just knocks the guy in the head and knocks him out. One punch. I mean, it's a solid hit right on the head. Knocks that guy right out. Hurry up, Gideon. Then Gideon's just meow, 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 meow. Oh, my God. And then the girl comes out and he, he finally gets the girl that he's trying to get the attention of. <laughs> God, that's a funny scene. I forgot about that one. <laughs> then they, they get them. They're, they're on the cart. And the townsfolk finds out that the boys have stolen all their girls. And they're going to go. They're sending the posse. And they get the echo pass. And if the girls are too loud, yeah. everything's going to cave in on them. They're just going to be a huge landslide. So they wait until they get past the, the, the pass, the valley, whatever it is. He lets the girls start screaming. And the guy starts shooting his gun in the air. And it just covers the snow, just avalanches into yeah. the thing. So they can't, they have, they're stuck. They're literally, literally stuck with the brothers for what, six or eight months? Quite because a while. They, yeah. They um, sing the song and it's made before the pass clears. Yeah. It's long enough for Millie yeah. to have a baby. Yeah. So it's got to be at least nine months. Yeah. So it's, it's May because they're, they sing the one song and they're going through all the months. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's May and everything's starting to clear up. But uh, I like the girls when they're uh, in the boys' room and um, Julie Newmar's character is laying on the bed and she's like, I wonder which boy laid in this bed. And then all the girls just look at her like, oh, <laughs> you shouldn't say things like that. <laughs> and she's like, you can't tell me you never wondered whose bed you're sleeping mm -hmm. in. And the one girl standing in her underwear by the, by the window, looking out the window, looking for a guy, <laughs> looking for somebody to look at her. <laughs> That's a good scene. That's just well, funny you know, scene. after, after they brought them back for the first time or whatever, when the, the brothers are outside the house, the, the, the women are opening up the doors, throwing snowballs, dumping yeah. water on them. Throw the water. <laughs> oh my God. The yeah. water had to have been awful. Oh my God. Yeah. <sighs> But that, that's a very, the, the whole movie is just great because at some point Millie's trying to watch the girls and make sure they don't go out with the guys. And it's bad enough when she had the six guys that she's trying to take care of. Yeah. Now suddenly she has six women that she has to take care of and she has to tell the girls she's pregnant. And all the girls start freaking out. Oh, this is great. They're all going to help her and they're all helping. And because she needs help because she's pregnant, they start meeting up with the guys. Yep. Nothing, nothing bad. They're, they're just holding hands and walking and, and talking, but they're starting to court. Mm -hmm. The girls are already attracted to these guys, yeah. you know, from the first time they seen them at the barn dance, but now they're doing the actual courting and through Millie's intervention, if you will, she's making sure nothing too bad happens. <laughs> yeah. And that's, I thought was really good. The, uh, the scenes with them just walking around and they're singing their, their song for the, the, the right before the, is it right before the baby gets born? I think so. When they have when all the baby animals out. and all the, yeah, they're feeding all the animals and, yeah. and stuff like that. that. That was a good scene. And it really shows the time, the yeah. passage of time for them. I like that. And the one brother Gideon, after the baby's born, Gideon 
rides up to the shack where the eldest brother is at, yeah. Adam. Yeah. Oh, man, that's a good scene because that brother's probably about as big as me. Gideon's probably about as big as me. And Adam is probably about the size of a house. Yeah. And Gideon punches him. <laughs> and Gideon's like, I never, what did he say? I, I always wanted to be like you, but I'd be no kind of man if I if I don't show you how I feel. And yeah. he just wallops him. I mean, he hits him solid right in the jaw. <laughs> and he just barely moves. Yeah. <laughs> Any other guy would have got knocked out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, see, that's that's a turning point for Adam. Um, yeah. Because he, he ran up to hide in the cabin because uh, he just mm-hmm. couldn't take it. And that's honestly in that that reflects on where his head was in the wrong place when he went and got Millie. Right. Um, right. And so he finally realizes that there's more to Millie than just a, a, a workhorse. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's he had a good a good arc there and um, yeah, came around. Uh, well, it gave him time to think on his own about. Yeah the family and the, and, and her and everything. He even, I think he even says that. Yeah. Right. Whenever he comes yeah. back. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, um, but yeah, they have, have a baby, which mm-hmm. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, you know, he wasn't on the floor the whole time, not the whole time. At some <laughs> point he did get up off the floor. <laughs> At least once. At least once. Um, but the past clears, and the townsfolk are coming to get their daughters. And that's a funny scene in itself. What surprised yeah. me is the amount of humor in this movie. Yeah, yeah, it's a so good movie. At, by this time, the women do not want to go back to town. No, no. All the brothers all. have decided the right thing to do. Well, actually, Adam convinces them that yeah. the right thing to do is to take them back because they were in the wrong. And um, well, well, one of the reasons, too, is the one brother's like, well, we'll fight him. We'll get our guns. We'll fight him. He says to him, yeah. what are you going to do? You, you're going to kill one of their their dad. You know, you're going to hurt yeah, one your of their brother brothers or their dad. Yeah. And, you know, then you'll never have these girls. So yeah. the brothers are like, ah, yeah, you're you know, you're right. If we if we fight him and kill somebody. This is going to be bad. <laughs> we'll never get our girls. Then. Yeah. So it's, it's funny. They want to take them back, but the girls want to stay now. <laughs> so they're trying yeah. to this this led to a funny scene for me uh i forget which one it was but they ran into a barn and one of them tackles the girl and they're in the hay and it doesn't look like she's trying to get away or he's oh, trying no, to, no. to help her it looks like he's trying to rape her <laughs> yeah because he, he's trying to grab her and pull her and she's like, I was like oh my god yeah, yeah that's that's not the scene that you want your dad to walk in on Becky. and that's exactly what happened <laughs> with a shotgun yeah <laughs> Yeah, things aren't exactly what they seem right there. And it's, exactly, and that's I think the whole point of that is that whole scene is it's not what it looks like. Mm-hmm. It's the whole say it's the old saying. This isn't what it looks like. Well, it really wasn't. It really wasn't. Um, but they didn't know that. The townsfolk didn't know that. No, no, they, no, no. For good reason. You, you yeah. know, you're going to hang them. Yeah, they rounded them up. They were going to kill them. Yeah, they they had the rope. They had everything they needed. <laughs> And that's probably something that would have happened at that point in time. Yeah, I, I like what the preacher, whenever the preacher asks the girls. Who's the baby? Or yeah, whose baby he's is like, yeah. when I came up here, I heard a wee baby crying. Who does it? And he's like, we're all fathers here. Whose child is this? And all the girls turn and look at each other at the same time. They all get a smile and they all look up and go, mine. All at the same time. <laughs> Yeah. And they ended up staying, getting married right there on the spot. Yeah. 
Uh-huh. Yeah, the shotgun wedding was a nice scene too. Yes, yes, it was. <laughs> it literally was a shotgun do you, do wedding. You girls take these men, and the girls all look back, and the fathers are just like, "Yep, yes, we do." And then they say, oh, "Do you boys take these men?" And they turn around, and all the dads with the shotguns take a step forward. Yep. <laughs> They're like, "We do." <laughs> They're gonna marry him anyway, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. So no, I really, I really enjoyed it. Um, like I said, it's it. I do think this movie deserves to have a caveat put in front of it that you cannot look at it with modern sensibilities. So you know what? And that's other than that, it's good. With us saying that, I have no problem with it. But whenever companies do that, I kind of have a problem with it. <laughs> I, it's just like it's just a movie. It's a movie that was made back yeah. in the fifties or sixties. Just watch it for what it is. That's exactly. like watching Casablanca and saying, you know stealing is bad or yeah. nazis were bad well yeah don't i don't, be a I don't Nazi. Think, well no shit <laughs> yeah i don't i don't think the company needs to come out and put a disclaimer like hbo did with gone with the wind or anything, right that's bullshit we know that uh since we talk about movies i just want to throw out to our listeners hey yeah yeah you know no, what no i i yeah. i get that i i'm just saying like a company should just let a company let the cartoon it's a movie. go let the movie go and just yeah. Play it for what it is. French Connection, you know, doesn't need to have doesn't need to have a caveat going. Hey, dealing heroin's a bad thing. Don't do it. Well, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know, thanks. Exactly. We, you shouldn't have to tell somebody that something's a product of its time. Right, you get right. that, you know. And and I'll, I'll be honest with you, the people bitching about this movie probably haven't even seen it. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's people bitching about it, but I don't care. There is. There movie. is. I looked it up. There's a oh, lot yeah, of discussion really? of it. Yeah. Um. I, but. I absolutely love this movie. It's 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 a weird romantic tale. And then, like you said, it was made back in the 50s. It's the the girl, the Millie, the main character, Joan, Joan Powell, falls just in love with Adam when she sees him. She, she sees does. him walk yeah. through the door and she's in love. It takes him longer to realize that he's more in love with her than he wants to admit, basically. Mm-hmm. I think he's always been in love with her. I just don't think he ever negotiated the feelings you know you never had to that was something yeah mom and dad didn't have those feelings you know kind of thing well, and, and yeah exactly and that's you know i think it, it's just a product of our time that yeah. um i don't want to say people look to be offended but they do oh yeah if, if they're some people are looking yeah. and if they're not being offended they're not happy but yeah. boy they love being miserable yeah let let it go man just watch the movie for what you, it is if you like the movie you like it if you don't yeah. like it you don't like it yeah i love this movie this is like i said this is one of my all-time favorite musicals um and on the extreme opposite end of that is carousel i cannot stand carousel i'm gonna have to watch carousel just to see <laughs> I, I don't think you're gonna like it it's got some good songs in it but for me <laughs> How this movie makes me feel while I'm watching it and having fun and, and the say, singing of the Sabine women and, and the, the spring song when they're t- t- cutting the wood and, and the whole, all that. It makes you feel good. It's, it's yeah. like, yeah, this is a good feeling song. Carousel doesn't make me feel good. Like, like there's a couple of good songs, but it, when it's said and done, I'm just like, really? Yeah. <laughs> I won't ruin it for you, but it's like, really? Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's one of the things about this. Um, you asked me, what did I think? The first thing I said is I had fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I, yeah. I, 
that barn raising scene for me will go down as one of the greatest scenes in cinema. I I was honestly I wanted to know how you felt, but yeah. I wanted to wait for this. I didn't. That's why I didn't ask you when I was texting. Yeah, earlier. it's uh, um, it, it's great. I I don't know if this movie won any awards. It did. I don't know if it won. It did. It did win. I I want to say Academy Award for something. It might have even been Best Picture. Yeah, I I could see that, yeah. especially for the time, and yeah. it was in Cinema Scope. Right. And it, and it and it and it looked good. The the real scenes that they had, yeah. um, it was yeah. clearly set on a stage. Um, mm -hmm. Well, I think you have to, wouldn't you? Nah, no, nah. I know they weren't going to film on location. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is it could rain, could get muddy. Yeah, um, but, but yeah, so it, the barn raising scene, I just love, uh, especially it's, it's, when the guys are trying to be nice to the girls. Yes. And they all have, they're getting something. The boys are like, I'll carry that. I'll carry that. I'll carry that. <laughs> it's, it's, it's great in that aspect. And that's, that's, that's why I say this is one of the, um, this has a place in musical history um, oh, yeah. as a must see. It has people should, if, if you're a fan of musicals, you have to watch this. There's no, no yeah. ifs, ands, or buts. Yeah. Um, I, I'd, I'd absolutely agree with that. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed the movie. I am not a fan of the story per se, but I enjoyed the movie. You don't um, like kidnaps? Don't no, like kidnaps no. I, I, like, like I said, I had to tell myself, hey, well, you're watching a movie <laughs> from the 50s, set in the late 1800s. Right. This kind of makes me cringe, but I'm watching this movie because it's entertaining. <laughs> um, and it, even then it was still entertaining, but you, I can see the problems with it. Um, but there were no problems with it in the 50s. Right. Was made. So right. um, that being said, it is what it is. And I think you should be able to watch something and enjoy it without mm -hmm. um, having that completely. We say it all the time. You can't look through your 2020 lenses. Right. Right. Um, and I, and I, I would have to say that, again, I'll, I'll bring up to anybody who's listening or watching this, the fact that almost every movie and I can't really think of a movie off bat except for uh, Spider Baby. Where the lady wasn't strong with the one who fell down in her underwear. <laughs> like she did that on purpose. I know she did. She had a thing for Ralph. It was Naughty very obvious. <laughs> and then at the end, but, when she just threw herself in there with Uncle Ned in the pit, just crazy. Yeah, just crazy. She, That's what drugs and booze do, do to you. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> other than other than like that one movie, I think every just about every movie that we've seen with a with a female lead has been very strong. Even Chopping uh, Mall. Even Chopping Mall, yeah. I mean, of course, her dad was a Marine, but what do you expect? Well, yeah, but, you know, and, and I'm going to bring that point up, and I, I was thinking about this this morning, 80s horror films, 70s right. and 80s horror films, you always end up with a woman at the end. They are all about female empowerment, and um, the strong women survive. Mm -hmm. um, so, and 80s slashers get called out for being sexist, misogynistic mm -hmm. films, but it's always the Sigourney Weaver, really? Um, right, right. Linda Hamilton. Um, we can go on and on and on. Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, so it's, right. yeah, not well, weak women. Th this, a little and off topic, but Millie. still on. <laughs> yeah, and Millie. Um, Dean Martin did a, four movies of the Matt Helm series. He's a, uh, like a super spy, like 007 kind of guy. 
is undercover is being um, a model, a photographer, mm-hmm. you know, of, of calendar girls and stuff like that. And on the surface, it's very sexist. You look at this and you see all these beautiful women just posing in these silly costumes and he's taking pictures. And these all turn out to be the Matt Helm girls. And when I say that, Matt Helm generally gets himself into a problem at some point in the movie. And the girls that are his his army, for lack of a better term, always wind up saving him. They're always very, again, very powerful women. And it's always been funny to me when I read things about Matt Helm or those movies. And they're like, oh, he's so sexist. He's this, he's that. But they always forget the fact that these women have more than once saved Matt Helm. They've more than once pulled his bacon out of the fire, <laughs> you know? So I, that's, I guess, why I, I don't give any movie a caveat for, for me. Yeah, I it's get like, it. I, I watch it for what it is. It, it's, it's like The Lady is a Tramp, the song The Lady is a mm-hmm. Tramp. Um, initial listening, you're like, oh, they, if, if that's, you're calling a girl a tramp. The singer's not calling a girl a tramp they're referring to how the other women are looking at this girl because right. she doesn't play games. She goes out to have fun. She's not there to get laid. She's not there to get diamonds. She's not, she's just out having fun with her friends. Right. And suddenly that's the name mm. she's being called by all these women who are money grubbing bras, you know? <laughs> so, and I've had to explain that to people before and they've gone and listened to the song and they're like, Oh my gosh, you're right. Yeah. Thanks. I know I'm right. <laughs> Huge it's the same, fan. <laughs> it, it's the same shit with baby. It's cold outside. Yes. Thank you. That's anybody who's offended by that song has don't never watched this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't watch this movie and has never flirted with anyone. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you don't know the difference between flirting and rape. Sorry. And there's a huge, huge, huge chasm of a difference. Yes. Oh, yes. <sighs> My, my rant's over. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking forward to discussing this movie because it, it has, you know, I, I think all in all, it just makes uh, makes these men look pretty bad. <laughs> well, in, in the beginning, yeah. Because, yes, in the look, beginning. Not, they don't do it out of being mean. They don't do it out of, no. you know, we're, we're going to go kidnap us some women. They're just they, were, they meant to kidnap a preacher. So they could get yeah, married. That's right. They, get, and they, they forgot, forgot the preacher. <laughs> the one guy's like, wait, we forgot the preacher. And it's like, we're too late to go back now. Yeah. And the funny thing is the preacher was one of the yeah. girls that got kidnapped. That was yeah. their dad. So I don't know how the hell you'd explain that. Yeah. But, um, they just forgot the preacher. They got sidetracked. Whatever. Yeah. But their, their whole intent was to get married. They're, they're, they never, there was no, there's more stupidity than anything else. It was. It <laughs> was. Know, they didn't know how to court. They didn't no, have and time it was. To go um, they were. They were following the same path as Adam. Right. They didn't. He, it took him months to realize that there, you don't just go snatch somebody up. Right. <laughs> it took him a right. while to realize that, and they did too over the course of many months when they did start courting and everything. Exactly. And then it became real, and they grew, and yeah, that's. <laughs> Well, well, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I mean it's just on the on the premise. Let's go kidnap us some wives. It just let's go get us some wives. <laughs> but I love the the thought of that because they were so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> and Adam had to, like I said, Adam had to have known that it was the wrong thing to do because he never brings it, it up. That's a great point. Because Millie would have looked at him and said, "What in the hell is wrong with she you?" She was in charge. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> exactly. And that's why you didn't bring it up because I'm the man and I'm going to go do what I do. And she just kicks him out of the house. Yeah. That's what I like is whenever she tells all the boys to go sleep in the barn and Adam starts walking up <laughs> like he's going to go in the house. And she's like, puts her chest, her hand on his chest and is like, no, you, you go too. <laughs> you know, no man is in this house. Yep. <laughs> and one of the brothers, hold on. I got his, uh, his name here. The, the actor, the dancer. Come on, come on, come on. The guy's name was Ephraim Jacques Dambois. Wow. Evidently a French guy. Could be French Canadian, could be yeah. French French. But he was uh, on loan from the New York City Ballet. I believe that's, it. That's the guy that had the axe. In the in the snow scene when whenever they're doing yeah. the dance and he's got the axe and he's swinging it around and he's got it like on the ground and he's moving and he's, he's I don't know how the hell he does it but he does his leg up in the air and does like a spin and comes down I don't know how he didn't fall and break his ass that explains how he didn't fall because he did his ballet ass. and he was he was a ballet yeah and when you mentioned that I I remember looking at that scene and, and seeing the movements were, that were very. Mm -hmm. Much like a ballet movement. Um, I, I was yeah. going to call him a ballerina, but I don't know what you call yeah, him. Out, male ballet. Ballet guy. Yeah, the ballet guy. <laughs> Not the guy that gets your car, but the guy that dances. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but <Where's> my car. <laughs> but yeah, I really, there's a lot to like about this movie. But yes. Like what you said, you have to look at it. Yeah. At the time that it was made. You yeah. can't look at it now. Yeah, I mean, if you're, if you're just looking for something to be angry about, please don't watch this movie. You're probably not watching us. Yeah, you're definitely not <laughs> watching us. Yeah, good point. You're not listening to anything we say. Yeah. So I guess it doesn't matter. I mean. <laughs> good point. And go watch Matt Helm movies. They're great. I love them. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so final thoughts. Great movie. Loved the dancing, the singing, the choreography. It is yeah. absolutely amazing. I cannot recommend it enough to watch for that and that alone. I mean, you can, if you, if you enjoy the story, great. If not great, but mm -hmm. the dancing is phenomenal. Oh, it, that barn raising scene, Holy like you shit. said, that, that freaking barn raising scene with them jumping on the wood and, and, and jumping back and forth. I think yeah. at one point there's two guys and they're doing like jumping back and forth on two pieces of wood. And I'm sure it's supported. I'm sure it's nailed down into place. I'm, I'm sure they took all kinds of safety cautions, but I'm sure those guys busted their ass a lot to get this movie shot the, the way that they choreographed it. And for Michael Kidd to have done the choreography for this was, was news to me because I never saw who did the choreography mm -hmm. until I watched, watched it today. And I, and I was kind of shocked because that's, I don't ever remember him doing anything this smooth, for lack of a better term. And he's just fantastic. You know, the, the guy was just just a miracle worker when it came to stuff like that. And the scenes, the dancing, the singing. I mean, Joan Powell, yeah. need I say more? If, if you're a guy looking for a beautiful woman to look at, Joan Powell. If you're a woman looking for a great guy to look at, Howard Keel. <laughs> You know, if you're a guy looking for a guy to look at, Howard Keel. As long as you like gingers, there's seven of them. <laughs> exactly. In this movie, he's a ginger. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's just a good story. I, I enjoy it. And 
for what it is, I absolutely love it. And for the dancing, the singing. Oh, it's amazing. Just great. And I just love how it ends. Whose baby is that? <laughs> they all look at each other. Mine. Yeah. <laughs> so they all have yeah. to get married because back then there were no DNA tests. <laughs> nope. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up for today's old ass movie reviews. And it also ends our month of January of musicals. We fire off the month of February with war movies. So stay tuned to see what we watch. Till next time. Cheers.